Welcome to Between Over and Next with your hosts, Holly and Robert, a happily married couple who explore the space between what was, what is, and what's to come. From career changes to navigating life's uncertainties, this dynamic duo will empower you to live your happiest life at every age and stage. So get ready because your journey with Holly and Robert starts now. Welcome to Between Over and Next, the podcast where we explore the space between what was, what is, and what's yet to come. We are hosts. I'm Holly. And I'm Robert. And we are very happy that you're joining us today because this is a very special episode, even though, I mean, they're all special, but this is like the mama bear episode. Well, the thing is, is we've already shared with people our individual journeys leading up to us being together. Mm -hmm. Then we talked about our togetherness and everything we've accomplished thus far. But one of our most proudest accomplishments has been becoming parents. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, you certainly don't know what you don't know until you know it, until you become parents. The one thing I know is that, and I feel we're very, we're blessed because all of our parents are alive, Mm -hmm. your parents and my parents. As of this recording. And they are in their 80s, 80-year-olds. Yes. And we're in the 60s and our children are late 20s. So it's a really unique perspective to look at all of the people that are part of our family in the different ages and stages. So the one thing I know for sure, that no one loves you more than your parents. I know how much we're loved, and I know how much we love our parents. So I think that that is, the the love between a parent and child is really, really important. But you can't take for granted that you have a healthy relationship with your children because it's not a given and there's a little bit of luck involved and there's a lot of work involved. There's a lot of sleepless nights involved. And there's a lot of understanding that's involved. But the one thing that I think you realize, and I was thinking about this as I was preparing for this episode, is that at some point you realize your parents are human. Like you start to think about what was their life like? You can't understand what it is to be a, com- be a parent until you're a parent. Right. And, but that also ca- you know, holds true to the different stages of parenthood. Much different being a parent of a young child. six or seven-year-old than a 17 or 18-year-old. And now a young adult. Or a 25 or a 30-year-old. Very different. Very, very different. That's why we feel so empowered in our 60s, because we have made the realization, and for those of you listening, you know, if if you are contemporaries of ours, you understand that there is somewhat of a, you you know, a moment you kind of realize that, hey, I've accumulated all of this knowledge and the learning moments throughout the years, and really refining your your hindsight mm. and and you know we'll talk more about this but i you know i think that we should be developing our foresight okay you know hindsight anyone can look back on what but happened, i think but... the most change happens in your 20s and that's why i was so excited to have the kids on today because the thing is you're talking about 
you know, whether it be about dating, whether it be about your career choices and jo or jobs, what like matters most to you, like talking about your friendships, right? Talking about your relationship with your family and your parents. So I feel that we're very close with our children, mm -hmm. and even our now son-in-law. And I do believe that our kids like us. I think like is important. Mm -hmm. You know, not just love, but like. I think they appreciate us. They trust us. Yes. They respect us. Yes. And what I love is that we've weighed in on many, many of their decisions along the way. And we've become part of our kids' success stories. And I like that. It makes me feel good. So let's let's introduce them and hear what Lindsay they and Alex have, have to say. say. Yeah. So let's bring on our children, Lindsay and Alex. So hi, Lindsay and Alex. Thanks for joining us today. Hey. Hello. Thanks so much for having <laughs> us. So let's start off. How did we actually meet? <laughs> Two years years ago for me. <laughs> How old am I? Twenty nine. I think there's a vi there's a video of when we first met, right? Well, I, the first thing I saw both of you was the top of your head. Terrifying. Yes, without a doubt. So. So listen, truth be told, this was your mother's idea to have you both here. The best idea. Our podcast. Oh, not to have us just in general. Right. <laughs> no, we're past that. That's, okay. That's, that's long gone. Yes. That's sorry, not sorry. Gone. Right. Uh, but... We're not sorry at all. We love being <laughs> your parents and we love you very much. And we're excited that you're with us today. Us so, too. And we're, importantly, really what I, I, I think is cool is as much as I remember being in my 20s, I think it's just so awesome experiencing your journey thus far in your 20s, which to me is a really, really formative decade. So that's the main reason I'm having you on this podcast today. So we're, if we were 30. There's a no-go. Oh, we'll have you back. <laughs> okay. We will have you back again when you're 30. In so a couple is, years. No, yeah. because the thing is, I really believe this podcast called Between Over and Next mm -hmm. There is a lot that happened every time you cross that threshold of entering into the next decade. So, you know, you're kind of in the middle, Alex. And Lindsay, you're toward the end. Almost there. Right? You just turned 29. Alex, you're 26. And I think that you both experience a lot between from your education to your career to relationships to living on your own to experiencing life at its fullest. And I know that we've been part of that journey the whole time. So I think that having you as part of this experience matters because you're part of everything that we do ever since you've been on the planet. Well, and we've seen it also develop into what it is now, right? I mean, we've seen both of your journeys forever. I mean, I know you guys always talk about 21st century bride, right? When you took us both out of school, right? You were like, this is very important for us to be there and actually involved. And I think you guys have always treated it that way. Real life experience, right? right. Yeah. How old were you both? 13, I think I was at the time. Yeah, so I guess I was 15. Yeah. So reflect on that experience. You so, were running a full day event. Right. But you two really were the hosts of the event and you put a lot of responsibility from logistics, like checking people in with Lindsay and then the tech side of things, 
recording and manning the camera for like half of the event alongside some of your other contemporaries. What I think is the most unique is that Daddy and I, Robert and I, have been in our own business from the moment we've been together, ever mm -hmm. since we've married. So you only know your parents as a couple that has lived at home, worked from home. You're present. Lindsay and Alex, how would you complete this sentence? My parents are. I would say my parents are my biggest support system, my rock. They, they help to guide me. They are two people that I know I can always count on no matter what. My parents are what has driven me to be okay with the lack of security in the work decisions that I've gone into. And let me expand a bit. I've had, comparatively to Lindsay, she's- Yes, ex she, expand she, no, a bit. But I will, but because well, I think it's very important, different right? lines of work. Like both of you are entrepreneurs and Lindsay went the very, I don't mean to use the word safe, no, no, but no, a but very- More uh, traditional, traditional, right? Yeah, yeah, traditional more route, traditional. Being an educator, which I think is beyond important, definitely not something I could ever do in the more organized fashion. I don't think I could be a- an educator in a school. I Fair. don't think I'm built for that. But I've had, I'm 26 years old, and I've had, since I graduated college, five different jobs slash careers. Some of them being on my own, uh, running my own business, or doing freelance work, or you know, working in social media or production, and, and now to where I am now, being a creative director. It's never been a worry that I wouldn't have two people pushing me to go for that next thing or that everything's gonna be okay because I've seen you two do it forever, right? You guys have always been able to bounce and and maneuver through whatever it was that that was there, right? So it's just always driven me to to know and be secure in the fact that it's okay for something not to work out because there's always something next next right which there is which is funny oh. uh, but that's always <laughs> been the true. way that it is and it's <clears throat> always been the way that you two have taught both of us that that the unknown is okay because there's always going to be something out there especially with the way you've raised us it's like we have the skill sets from uh, both social and work standpoint and the ethic to be able to just do it whatever it takes my parents are <laughs> driven supportive innovative, genuine, and just kind, warm-hearted people that are, they're just them. They're Holly and Robert, and everybody knows them, and everyone I know has always loved them. Um, Who's he talking about? Mostly mom, but you're there. <laughs> you know, I, I'm proud. I, I, you know, we are role models, and we're not only role models for our children. We're role models. I think everybody's a role model, Okay. So I think people are looking at you and listening to you all the time. I believe that we are mentors and not only for our children, but beyond that and anything that we've ever worked on together. So Alex, you already mentioned 21st Century Bride, which is obviously it was a meaningful memory. So let's look about some of the others that have happened in your 20s. So because the 20s are a decade of exploration and discovery. So what important lessons have you learned? And this is a big part of this podcast is Between Over and Next is all about lessons learned. And you can talk about anything or and everything about life, love, 
learning your career and relationships. Because a lot, all of that's happening as we speak mm-hmm. while you're in your 20s. Because, you know, Daddy and I have been, you know, you go from being single and we met in our 20s to married. And then really we were in our 30s when we had our children. So there's a, and then our 20s we've had. So, I mean, Alex, you already touched on a number of the careers you've been. And mm-hmm. Lindsay is a 3D art teacher at a middle school. She has her master's. She has the most degree in, in our family. <laughs> but we... Not that it's a competition. Oh, but it was, well, like a, it was just a pathway to what she wanted to accomplish. Even before you talk about your lessons learned, honestly, I really feel as your advisors, as your guides, I have to say that something I know that we identified very early on is your strengths. And with Lindsay... It was always about art and children. So that is something when we were exploring higher education, it was about marrying that love of art and children as your career path. And with Alex, and he's told the world, he's had a camera in his hands. I mean, Lindsay has too. Everyone in this family loves the art of photography and videography. But Alex, you've worked side by side with dad your whole life. And you were part of the TV program in high school. And you, when you were going to college, we were also identifying that love of documenting and figuring it out going forward on what your career path would be, and especially as an entrepreneur. So I would love for you both to share your lessons learned in your 20s about anything, because you have a lot of before, during, and after moments. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest lessons, and, and you've always taught me this, is relationships are everything. With whoever you meet, just tap into them. Because frankly, that's the world we live in, right? A lot of people don't talk about it or they do talk about it, but that's how a lot of people, whether they're getting their jobs or it's knowing people, being able to weed through all of the applications and applications. I've done plenty of them, but the the thing that's been most effective for me is just knowing people and having built good relationships with them has made it so I've had opportunities, right? Which I think is beyond important. And then when you're given those opportunities, so when I was working in production, this was a really big tip that I learned and and became very apparent when working with a lot of producers is no one wants to work with someone that they don't like. They don't care how good they are. If they don't like them, if there's someone a little less good, but they love working with them, work. they'd rather work with them. They don't, they don't care. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, the people you're working with are people and they want to be around people. They enjoy being around, especially when you're working 12, 14, 16 hour days on a set. They don't want to be around someone that's a pain, right? That's been my whole career at this point is meeting other people that have led to new opportunities and it's gotten to me to where I am now. Which so, is exciting. Yeah. So, but before Lindsay shares her lessons learned. Just quickly tell everybody your a quick synopsis sure. of your journey from graduating high school in 2014. So I graduated high school and I went to Quinnipiac, studied TV and film, mostly really focusing on television. I wasn't super interested in film and traditional production. So I was working in a, a TV studio and I got the opportunity from sophomore year to be the director yeah, of, who the, encouraged of a live, you, to do that? you did as yeah. always. Uh-huh. And I just asked for it, right? I, I showed interest and I was trained. And for three years, I was the director of, of a live news broadcast every single week. 
So working during uh, yeah, during your study is what's very powerful because oh, you're able to build course. your resume, well, right? Yeah, of course, which which helps mm-hmm. substantially. But what that ended up teaching me is I wanted nothing to do with live television production. It's long hours. You don't get paid a lot. When you first get hired, you're getting the overnight graveyard shift, whether it's working in the field or working in a studio. It's really not enjoyable. And I knew that just wasn't right for me at all. And then post-graduation, I was very fortunate to be able to work for... Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, on his team being one of his content creators. I was shooting for him, following him around. And that being the first job out of college was very intense. And I'm pretty open about it with people I talked to. It was a lot, right? I, I was working long hours in the city, commuting back and forth between the city and Jersey. But I learned so, so much. It set me up for everything. Success, Success as well as, quite frankly, that being on your resume is super, super impactful right? Especially when you do a great job. And I think I really did, even if it wasn't the right fit for me. Like, I don't know if long-term that would have worked, right? There's some people that I worked with when I was there that are still there, that are loving it, that are absolutely crushing it too. I don't know if that was the right fit. And I ended up transitioning to Vayner Production, which I loved, right? That's where I found my love for for commercial production and, and big budget, large format, like commercials you got, you know, people have probably seen for Anheuser-Busch, Kraft Heinz and Mondelez, right? Some really big brands. Um, and we're going to bring you back to talk more about those experiences yes. because there's a lot that a we can share regarding that experience yeah. for people of all ages. Yes, I agree. So then after production, you know, COVID hit. Right. COVID hit and there wasn't much production happening at all. And they, they let go pretty much all of the entire Vayner production staff. Which was understandable. Yeah, they shut down. They weren't doing production. And, you know, it was happening everywhere. Yeah, it was happening everywhere. And it was unavoidable. Living at home again, which was at 20. Well, I was already living at home. I was still living at home, but I was home all the time. Right. (laughs) I I was home a lot. And it was intense, to say the least, being 22, 23, living at home with your parents trapped inside. And that's again, we can we can talk more right. about that. But another I think that's any family dynamic, but that's fine. So I was working from but home. But we also we grow. We grew a lot. All yeah. of us individually and collectively. Yeah, of course. It with taught that me experience. patience, quite a bit of it. Did it though? And I think on both of <laughs> your ends as well. I was happy you were home. Yeah, I know. I loved having I, you home. I was great being home and I loved it. And the food was great. The wine was even better. Um, Always. Yes. And well, it was, we knew it was a unique experience that what, you know, we had never really been exposed to before and hopefully we'll never, you know, have to go through again. Yeah. Right. The but longest you uh, had to really be home was like during a blizzard. Sure. Or like <laughs> a, a vacation. You know, a couple of days. Like, it's like I was unemployed you know. at the time. Right. And you two were just starting on a new venture. And then we, but well, we, wait, we that was what anywhere. was really cool is that we started working together, actually. Correct. It was the first For the first time, time that we've actually worked together where created, I was involved in the brand and the business. Event together. Right. I remember being at Lindsay's apartment and talking to yeah, Tom and creating content together. Yeah. So it was really, it was great that you were part of that journey. And it was really the first time that we really collaborated. Yeah. The first time, which was amazing. And then that led to me building a relationship more so with someone I was friendly with, but it's now one of my best friends in the entire world. I ended up starting my own small digital marketing agency with all the things that I've learned in the past, everything I've learned from you. And I, it was called, it still is called Peak Digital Agency. And then I moved to Connecticut for about two years. We were running that business together. 
And then he worked on a separate project that took a lot of his time away. And then I started to work for a Web3 NFT agency, being their director of community, which was a really amazing opportunity, especially in the height of Web3 and NFTs and that really big hype during that those couple of years. So I was there for about six months until I ended up where I am now, which is the creative director for Cambridge Wines, curating their content, shooting their content, scheduling their content. Well, we'll put a link to that their in the brand. show notes. Yeah. We are, uh, we are, we are really, we're proud of your journey thus far. Yeah. And I like what you said, Alex, about, you know, it's really important. And we say this all the time, you know, you really want to work with people you like, know, and trust. So Lindsay, totally different. You know, you graduated high school in 2012 mm -hmm. and you get your bachelor's and master's in five years at Montclair State University. Well, to backtrack even before I graduated, because I've always worked with kids through camp and babysitting and religious school and things like that. And then figuring out what I wanted to do, knowing I loved art, knowing I loved working with kids. Did I want to go the art education route or the art therapy route? And I decided the education route because I knew what a big impact my art teachers had on me growing up from kindergarten through 12th grade and then any camp art instructors or outside art class instructors, birthday party art related things. It's just where my life led and that's what made me happy. So I, in five years, did my bachelor's and master's degree. So I have a P to 12 art, art education certification degree with a certification in teaching students with disabilities as well. So that was all in five years. So I graduated with my bachelor's 2016, master's 2017, and then during my last year, I did my field work in student teaching in my in, in a school district that I am now currently in that I got hired within that school district. So it was really cool to go from college and doing my my student teaching into getting a job at that district and being able to be where I am with middle schoolers in sixth, seventh and eighth grade teaching 3D art, meaning that we're using things like clay and plaster and found objects and you know, three-dimensional things. And we have a lot of fun. <laughs> so through your experience of an art teacher and, and, and the path you've taken, what are the lessons you've learned? Stay calm. Persevere. Well, you're dealing with a lot of children and their parents and the administration, right? <laughs> right, and other educators around me. And... Well, you want to know what else, though? You've also, I mean, you're married. I am married. And I guess she'd still be called a newlywed. I don't know. I'm still a newlywed. People call me a newlywed. I, I don't know. That. So I've been married for a year and a half. Yeah. So almost to the day. Own relationship. Well, what your was love, really cool love relationship in marriage. But aside from that, though, what was really cool was that I met Elliot, my husband, in 2017, right as I was graduating with my master's degree, and he was with me through my entire job search and interviewing process. And that's how you knew he was the one. Because he could tolerate it? Yep. Well, he still <laughs> tolerates me to this day. Right. Well, he loves me. Thank he goodness. doesn't just tolerate yeah, me. What I love about both of you is that, and, and all of us. How but, dashingly stunning we both oh, are. Oh, you are. You are. But you're also, I love, we are all creators. I was just thinking the same thing. As we both, Elliot, We though. both ended up, yeah, Elliot is, well, I mean, fun <laughs> fact though, I've known Elliot longer than Lindsay's known Elliot. This is true. I met Elliot 
probably because you also pushed me. I was part of a community theater doing light tech for theater stuff. We pushed I met Elliot mm. when I was like in middle school and Elliot was in high school. Yeah. yeah. Long before they ever even met. Yeah. And Lindsay was like, do you know someone named Elliot Sussman? And I'm like, yeah. Why? And she's like, oh, going on a date with him. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's weird. And now they're married. Um, Here we cool. are. Yeah. Really what makes cool. you happy, Alex? What makes me happy? Just being here. I'm a very happy person, and I think you guys have... You're, like, on Earth? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I've am i just rolled with so many punches so far. I think it's so hard for me not to be happy. Like, I'm here. I'm present. I'm healthy. Life's good. Life is so much harder for so many people, and I've just grown around so much optimism with life that it's... I don't know. I just have a hard time not being happy even when I'm sad. Like, life goes on. I've always lived under that mindset. Like, tomorrow's a new day. You wake up, start fresh. I'm super fortunate that, like, I can have that mindset, I think. I don't think everyone is capable of that. And I think it's taken a lot of work. But what do you love being with? My family. Yeah, I was going to say my family, my friends, my husband, extended family, too. Like, not even just immediate family, but being with, like, aunts, uncles, cousins, grandparents. But we were brought up to to embrace family and to spend time with family and to, to call our grandparents. And not just on holidays or birthdays, but just to say hello. What inspires you, Lindsay? You guys inspire me. But if we're talking even aside from just parents, I follow a lot of people on social that inspire me in the kitchen because I do love to cook and bake. And I'm inspired a lot by Lisa at school who teaches Art 2D at, my, at our middle school because she is also a huge support for me because she's more of a veteran teacher. I'm a newer teacher. This, I'm finishing up my sixth year teaching, which is crazy but time flies yeah to have that support and and have her and then my my students inspire me you know because as much as I am frustrated by certain situations and certain students on certain days and not always but there are those students that just like blow my mind on the daily and just wow me in a good way yes in in all the best so ways. So you're learning from your that, children. That so I approach my my students after 20 minutes of working for the period, and I'm like, "Wow, you did that." So the future, and, the future is bright. Yes, it really is, Alex. Most of them. What inspires you? Uh, a couple different things. I mean, I'd second what Lindsay said. Both of you have always inspired. We did not pay them to say no, that. No, it's true. I don't <laughs> say it to them enough. That's what she says. But they know. They know that we know that. I think. Okay. Yes. Measured on the notes. What can I say? No. <laughs> I don't read the notes. I'm know, just, I'm just winging it. So Lindsay she could, did. she could, well. Lindsay did the homework. Well, um, we have very different persons. I, I, don't, I don't do homework. <laughs> different approaches. Uh, you're right. So I'm I would say both teacher. of you, I would say my friends really do because I, I'm very much at the point where I work with a lot of my friends and I want to be surrounded by people that are driving me to be better, which I've been super fortunate to get really close with people I have worked with, whether it's my business partner. Or I have a friend of mine, Stormy, who lives out in Arizona that we work together in the Web3 company. And he's been, you know, he's older than me and he's driven me and pushed me to, to be a better version of myself, whether that's in my own life or when it comes to work. And then I would also say, you know, my current boss, Dan, is a massive inspiration to me. Also an entrepreneur. 
but in a totally different sense, running a retail operations business at its mm -hmm. heart. And him and I have known each other for so long, and he's outside of YouTube been one of my biggest mentors when it comes to work and life and, and, and just, it's a totally different world, but I love entrepreneurship and building business and to see it in that capacity. He's a young guy, him and his other business partners, they're still in their 30s, right? They've got kids now and families, but they are running an insane business and I've seen them grow from one store to three stores and I've been able to be with them on that journey and brought into that, right? Not just as like some random 20 some odd year old kid taken seriously. Or my voice matters, my opinion matters, and I've been able to learn from the so inside. So of, I of encourage that. you to keep on being lifelong learners, okay? What do you love most about what you do and what do you love least about what you do? I have creative freedom when it comes to what I'm putting out and I'm trusted with that. What do you love least? That I need to be the best I can at my job. I need to be organized and organization has always been a struggle for me, as you all know. I'm not as structured as I would like and it's something I know I need to work on to be able to be better at my job and to be more consistent and consistently good at my job without being stressed. Lindsay. What I love most is watching my students' wheels turn in their head. That's, it's really cool to watch from a, a sketch to a, a, a thumbnail sketch, like a preliminary sketch to a final sketch to the actual artwork. So concept to completion. That, yeah, concept to completion. That's it. Yes. Yes. Package um, that well, right? Yes. Yeah. And then least, right. I would prefer if students advocated for themselves and approached me rather than their parent advocating for them. Now, I understand some kids are better than others at doing that, but it's a skill that's good to learn. And I consider myself at school very approachable. So I would love for students to come have a conversation with me rather than receiving an email from a parent. I am so proud of both of you. I think, you know, I, you're thriving right now and it's so exciting to watch in real time. So just a few more questions. If you knew then your 18-year-old self when you were back in high school, what you know now, what would you do differently? I wouldn't do anything differently because I wouldn't be who I am today without all of the things that I did or didn't do. That's bold. Then, Robert, wouldn't you say? If I didn't make the mistakes I made, I wouldn't have been able to learn from them to be able to develop myself into the person I am now. I, I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. I went, I went to a teacher's college, so it started as a teacher's college, Montclair State, and I stayed local. I was but you're able happy to keep, you're an art teacher. Yeah, I was able to keep doing the jobs I was doing. I worked at the art garage and I taught after school art classes during college and I worked at religious school, still with kids, building my resume. What's the best advice we've ever given you? Can I say two? You may. The first one is when in doubt, do without. And then the other one is don't start something you can't finish. And that was always said to me in terms of relationships because I knew I wanted to be with somebody of the same faith as me. and to to bring children up in that way and you know i didn't waste time with people that i knew i wouldn't want to eventually marry and here i am with a husband and a cat and a house and eventually a family i do remember 
the the one thing, and I've lived my life by this each and every day, which kind of touches on everything I was talking about before. Everything happens for a reason. Huh. Number one. That's why I've never been worried whenever I've gotten let go or a new opportunity is coming. Everything happens for a reason. It's going to work out. One door it closes, always does. Another one opens. And it always has. It I literally always has. She's coming out of their mouths. You know? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, and I have one from dad. Text me when you get there. <laughs> Which okay. is something I will always pass okay. on to my kids. So yeah. last question, okay? Between over and next, we talked a lot about what's over, what's in the present and living in the moment and enjoying it and embracing it and loving it, okay? So what's next, right? Your greatest adventure is about to begin. What do you look forward to next in your 30s and even decades ahead? In the near future to start having a family and give you both grandchildren. Maybe another cat, you know. I mean, a niece or nephew. I am where I am with my career and I'm happy where I am and I'm proud to be there. And I, I don't see my career changing. We don't know what the next decade holds, but... As of but right now, I'm really pa- happy. But you also have a lot of passions with your cooking and your baking, yes. with, the, with the photo albums that you curate. So I think that there are opportunities. Oh, I- it's always good to have goals. Yes. And, that's, and to looking forward to something, it's fantastic. But that doesn't mean to swap that for living your best life today. Alex, what's next for you? I, I see myself where I am right now, work-wise. I see myself being here. For the long run. I right? think you I, want to travel, Alex. Yeah, I think traveling. <laughs> I'd love to. Japan, realistically, has been at the top of my bucket list for a long time. Robert, after everything you've heard from from these beautiful children of ours, mm-hmm. I'd like you to kind of sum it up and, and to share some of your wisdom. Well, I think from what I've heard today, I think we did a pretty good job. I think they, you know, they heard most of the stuff we said. A lot of it stuck. Some of it's still sticking. Some of it won't stick, and that's okay. No one gives you a, uh, a guidebook, right, on how this is all done. So you, you take from your growing up, you look around you, you observe, and then you kind of make your own package of how you're going to parent and raise your family. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to think that regardless of how it all turns out, and right now it looks great. We were extremely involved. We were very hands-on. We got to enjoy a lot of what others didn't or couldn't because of our work lifestyle. I was fortunate that I was able to, to be a part of their school age years as a videographer and documentarian. You know, I would have never had that kind of access now you know, that I had back then. And, you know, I was, I consider myself very lucky that I was the one who got to see and experience all of that. So, you know, I think, you know, we did good. It's not easy. It's, it's challenging. And ultimately parents are teachers and we are grateful. We are grateful to have a loving family that expresses that to one another, that there's kindness, and that's something that teachers always told us, that our children were kind. And mm-hmm. I think that mattered more than your grades. It always did. Kids. Can I, yes. yeah. can I say one thing that kind of triggered? And, and, and I think it's something we were actually talking about at, at dinner yesterday. 
what was the thing that you said? It's it's better to have the parents that were annoying. Oh yeah, not annoying, to, but the, yeah, yeah, like like Robert. Pe- they talk about us people, when we're not yeah. with them. <clears throat> no, because I saw a video about be thankful for the annoying parents, right? Because those are the parents that really care, right? And and it's like I, it might frustrate you now, but when you're older, you're gonna be thankful that they cared so much, right? And and and, and I mean this in the nicest way possible. Dad was the most annoying, but in like, like a responsible, safe way, like not annoying. He never annoyed me. I've always loved being with you, but you were like, text me when you're there. Text me when you're calling. Like wanted to know and wanted us to when be safe and careful. When are you going right. to be home? Let me know. If you need me to come pick you up, I'll come pick you up. Always. Like I never oh, had to worry. That we, like, but we knew we, we could count on a, them. A hundred percent. But as like a kid, it was like, oh my God, shut up. Right. But like, as the older I've gotten, it's like, I'm so thankful with how much you actually, I'm not going to curse, but gave a, you know, cared. Yeah. That, and, but that, right. That, and it's, and so many people don't up. have that. And you were a little bit more loosey goosey, right? You know, free, not free spirit, but you know, no, but like, but I'm, about so, I've always been grateful, not always, but as I've gotten older, I've been so grateful because that's how I'm going to want to be with my kids. Well, that's what I was going to say is because I've always, I've always asked you, like, how did you know what to do? And you're like, well, I didn't. And it's just kind of going with the flow. And it's that's something that scares me about becoming a parent is what what do you what do you do? <laughs> so you because just and, and to hopefully you, you call your parents bring up right well, I call you with everything else, but to bring up good humans and to make sure that they feel loved and cared about and that you trust them and they trust you and you know all of that good stuff but that doesn't come from nowhere it has to be fostered so this is the quote and i love it when you're a kid all you want to do is make your parents proud but when you're an adult it is all about how you are going to be remembered by your kid so i think that's a pretty powerful quote mm-hmm thinking about the relationship of being kids and parents and parents and kids and, and the relationship that we have day to day to day as we grow up together. Mm-hmm. So we're so thankful that you were here with us today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. <laughs> Man, you guys were good. Oh, thanks. We might have you on again. Appreciate it. Possibly. Well, we love I've got you. A lot Def- to say. We love you very much. De- definitely. No, and there's a lot to talk about. And we're so really excited about what's coming. The one thing I know for sure is we want nothing more than our kids to be happy and follow their passions to achieve greatness. And I am so proud of the young adults that they are. Yeah, I, you know, I think we've done a pretty good job up till now. Yeah, and I'm looking forward uh, to what's next. Our relationship and their relationship with one another has changed for the better and deepened and and flourished. Well, you know what? I think it's what you hope for, you know, is that you have family that's going to, you know, not only that we're there for them, that they're there for each other. And that I have to say, I've always identified as being a cool parent. And, and all I mean by that is like kind of getting it, you know, understanding. Okay. Because as much as things change, they don't change. And I really do believe when it comes to relationships that we can learn things from each other. I I still draw on things that I learn 
from my parents and, and the advice that they've given me and I hold close to me mm-hmm. to know that, like Alex said, that everything is going to be okay. Resilience, right? That's what gets us through. You know, we couldn't get from what's before to what's next if we weren't resilient. You know, it's the easiest thing to do is give up, right? Walk away, give up, throw in the towel, be done with whatever it is, right? That's the easy, that's the easy way, right? Crafting your next big thing, that's, that's you know, challenging and scary. But you know what they, what's really, I think, so important is that we've shown them what it means to love. And that's based on our love for one another. We've exhibited what it means to work hard and they understand that and value it. And importantly, to always be there for family. Yes, I I agree on all of those. And I think, you know, we don't, we're not perfect on any of those fronts. We go at it with, you know, with 100%. You know, sometimes you don't deliver what you hope to deliver on all of those things, but there's always a way to make up for that. And I, I think we have, we have done that when, when there have, you know, been those gaps. But I think for the most part, when you look at our, you know, I don't want to say job, but our task, right, of being a parent. Which never ends. But I think up to now, I think we'd have to give ourselves a, a fairly good grade. Um, oh, in turning that's a good out, performance review. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you know it's certainly not a hundred percent. You know, and and I don't, I wouldn't even you know put a percentage to it. I I think if it were a pass fail class, we passed. You know, and that's something to be proud of. Yeah, and I want to continue to do a good job at it. And I'm almost positive they know that it's so important is to foster meaningful relationships. Yeah, well, Alex said it, you know. He, he realizes that it's, it's who you know. I mean, he's seen it in action. I like to think that we are our children's cheerleaders. Like you said, I, I think we, we are quite responsible in, in many ways for their success. Well, we take it seriously. Not directly, but setting them up for, for the success. best. Right, the best possible to be success. and do their best. Right, we have we, to continue to be role models. We have to show them that yeah, well, life is exciting and good, and to enjoy life and to go after whatever their heart desires. And you know, listen, in that regard, it's been kind of easy for us because, if nothing else, I I believe that we are truly authentic. So I think, for the most part, as parents, we were just being who we are. It's such a good feeling when our parents tell us how proud they are of us Mm -hmm. for not only the work that we do, but most importantly, is the parents that we are because they are so proud of the grandchildren. It is a really beautiful connection from our parents to us, to our children. And the other thing is something that matters to us the most Mm -hmm. is leaving legacy. And I will tell you something. We've got a lot of content for our children that they're going to have their whole lives. Right. Long after we're gone. We do want to be remembered. And it is how you want to be remembered. Well, listen, we always talk about, you know, the, what is, you know, what do you leave behind? What is your, what is your footprint look like? You know, because everyone leaves a footprint, 
right? So what do you leave behind? So, you know, that's, you know, to us, that's important. And we're going to continue to share our story. And we're going to continue to invite them to be part of this because I really do believe, and I say this all the time, we can learn from and with each other. We grow with each other. We can be the best possible humans by having an understanding about each other. I, I agree. Thanks for tuning in to Between Over and Next. We hope you enjoyed this episode and found it meaningful and insightful. If you value it to be worthwhile, please share it with your friends and family. We would really appreciate it if you could take a moment to write a review for us. Your feedback will help us continue to create content that resonates with you. And don't forget, in the show notes, you can find all the relevant links mentioned in this episode, from accessing free downloads to visiting our website and more. If you have any questions or comments, we would love to hear from you. Simply send us an email. Our email address is hello at hollyandrobert.com. We're always excited to connect with our listeners. So until next time, thank you again for joining us on Between Over and Next. Thank you for listening to Between Over and Next, the podcast that navigates the twists and turns of life with courage, laughter, and a whole lot of inspiration. Tune in every Tuesday to hang out with Holly and Robert on your favorite podcast platform. Visit hollyandrobert.com and follow them on social media to ignite your passion and fuel your dreams.